It's Monday, January 8th, and this is the Daily Chirp Podcast. We're bringing you a closer look at one of our top stories and other important things in our community. Today, our story centers on the Trump store in Tombstone, managed by Robert Scott. This establishment has become a hot spot for supporters of the former United States President Donald J. Trump, drawing in customers not only from across the United States, but from around the world. Before we begin, we'd like to thank our sponsors at Lolly Automotive. Hi everyone, I'm Sean Lolly from the Lolly Automotive Group, and we've stocked up on inventory at all of our dealerships. If you've been thinking about a new car, we've got the deal for you on a new Buick, GMC, Chevrolet, Ford, Kia, Hyundai, Honda, Nissan, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. You don't have to go to Tucson or Phoenix to buy a new vehicle. We're your hometown dealer since 1995. We'll beat the big city dealers in price, and our customer service is small town dealer friendly. Come into any one of the Lolly dealerships today, or shop lollycars.com and see why nobody beats a Lolly deal. Nobody. Now some Arizona history. Did you know that Douglas native Harold Humes Jr. was a notable figure in the 1950s and 1960s cultural scene in Paris, London, and New York? He co-founded the Paris Review, authored two novels, and was a charismatic presence. Humes grew up in New Jersey, attended MIT, and served in the Navy before moving to Paris. There, he launched the Paris Review with Peter Matheson and George Plimpton. His novels, The Underground City and Men Die, gained recognition, but his promising literary career derailed after a significant LSD experience in 1966. Humes returned to the U.S. in 1969, becoming a self-styled guru at various universities. His later years were marked by eccentric behavior and mental health struggles. Humes passed away in 1992, leaving behind a complex legacy marked by creativity, controversy, and tragedy. Today's history is brought to you by Benson Hospital. They're doing more than treating illnesses in Benson, they're building a healthier community. Benson Hospital is now collaborating with the Diaper Bank of Southern Arizona to provide diaper assistance to families in need. For more information, visit their website at bensonhospital.org. Now our feature story. The Trump store in Tombstone, opened about a year and a half ago, is situated just off State Route 80 near the tourist hub of Tombstone and on the way to Benson. It offers a wide array of merchandise, including mugs, t-shirts, banners, cowboy hats, baseball caps, beanies, rubber bracelets, shot glasses, regular glasses, watches, pins, posters, and stand-up life-size images of Trump and his wife, Melania. Notably, some of the banners and t-shirts feature parodies and political statements, such as a t-shirt parodying the movie Meet the Fockers, but with a group shot of Democrats, including President Joe Biden. The store's popularity, according to Scott, spikes whenever Trump is under political attack. This trend was particularly noticeable following Trump's indictments. Scott notes that such events, while potentially detrimental to Trump's political career, have paradoxically boosted his store's sales, with record weekends following each indictment. Customers at the store, which include a diverse group from counties like Australia, Italy, Spain, Germany, France, and England, often spend considerable time browsing the extensive collection. The most popular items are t-shirts, flags, and hats. Scott's observations suggest that the store serves as a gathering place for Trump supporters, offering a space where they can express their political views and solidarity. Despite the controversies surrounding Trump, including his indictments and the banning of his name from primary ballots in Colorado and Maine, the Trump store continues to attract supporters. These developments are mirrored in national political trends, as evidenced by a Reuters-Ipsos opinion poll indicating Trump's lead as the front-runner for the Republican candidacy. The Trump store in Tombstone, with its array of memorabilia and loyal customer base, serves as a microcosm of the enduring support for the former president among his base. 
It's a reminder of the deeply polarized and passionate nature of current American political discourse. The store's success, thriving amidst controversy, underscores the complex interplay between politics, public opinion, and consumer culture in the United States. Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Ace Hardware. Hi, this is Les from Sierra Vista Ace. This is a great time to paint. Ace Stocks, Clark and Kensington, Valspar, Dunn Edwards, and our own Ace Royal Paint in interior and exterior finishes. We can computer match other brands and colors too. All the colors you can imagine, even one named Sierra Vista. Decide on the wall or room to paint, bring in a color idea, and let Ace mix your paint. Treat yourself to a new brush and roller too. Save gas, save time, shop Ace first. Sierra Vista Ace since 1981 on the corner of Fry and Highway 9. Next, very few librarians are people of color. A new program at ASU hopes to attract more diverse groups to the profession. Jessica Salo is one of three black librarians that work at the ASU library in Tempe. Uh, historically, our profession has always been dominated by white people uh, within this profession. Salo says there is room to improve when hiring black Latino and indigenous employees. Most people, especially people of color, don't know that they can become librarians or archivists um, because we just don't have that exposure into the, the, the wider community. Reports say less than 3% of librarians and archivists are black, while 2% are indigenous people. BIPOC are proportionately underrepresented in this job field. The new initiative at ASU hopes to recruit people from diverse communities and offer $10,000 fellowships with hopes that they will pursue studies in library and archive science. That can be a challenge when you hire people and they're in a situation uh, that they don't feel like they have necessarily community support. The hope is more diversity in these job fields will attract more community members to the library. Both ASU and the City of Tempe Libraries are focusing on diversity and inclusivity as they provide BIPOC people the opportunity to grow into library employees. Uh, because as a Black woman within this field, I want to see more of us in this field so that we can make that impact and that difference. The ASU program hopes to initially recruit primarily from the Tohono O'odham Community College and Maricopa County Community College. In the newsroom, Annie Lavino, Cronkite News. Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Prestige Family Living. Here at Prestige Assisted Living at Sierra Vista, the holidays are about to get ugly. Join us for our ugly sweater party taking place December 15th from 2 to 4 p.m. Amid the beauty of the season, we want to see your most garish garments. The best of the worst holiday sweaters will win prizes and will have snacks and refreshments along with all sorts of holiday fun. For more, visit prestigecare.com slash Sierra Vista. Again, that's prestigecare.com slash Sierra Vista. Now an event coming up you should know about. It's a new year, and maybe you've had that nagging feeling that you should be reading a little more and watching Netflix a little less. The Sierra Vista Public Library is running a themed challenge to help you exercise your literary muscles. This month's theme is Where We Come From. 
explore topics like family, history, or identity while learning a bit about your personal past. You can participate virtually or stop by the library to get involved. Finally, we'd like to remember the life of Victor Evans Jr. Victor was born in Sewell, New Jersey in 1928. He married his beautiful bride Trudy in 1950, and the couple made a life in Wilcox with their three children. A United States Marine Corps veteran, Victor spent the majority of his career as a water, soil, and resource conservationist with the U.S. Department of Agriculture. He enjoyed woodworking, fishing, hiking, and camping. He was known to be able to build or fix just about anything, and always offered stoic and sound advice. Those who loved him most will fondly remember him sitting on a patio in the sunshine wearing his signature straw hat surrounded by family. He is survived by his children, nine grandchildren, 26 great-grandchildren, and four great-great-grandchildren. Thank you for taking a moment to celebrate and remember Victor's life. Thanks for tuning in to the Herald Review podcast today. And remember, the Herald Review is here for you with local news you can trust. Subscribe today for unlimited access to all of our content for just $14 per month. This is less than the cost of one hour of one reporter's work on a single story. Also, want to stay up to date on what's going on? Join Neighbor, your trusted neighborhood community. Neighbor is a free online forum you can trust to connect with your community, focus on facts, and make a difference. Join the conversation. Visit nabur.myheraldreview.com. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, especially in Cochise County. Become part of the hyperlocal conversation on Cochise County's exclusive social media platform, Neighbor. That's N-A-B-U-R. Your neighbors are striking up meaningful conversations, sharing exquisite Cochise County photos, and respecting each other's views without any other social media noise. No unwanted advertising and only respectful conversations on hot community topics. That's right. Our journalism project manager can set the record straight and help answer any pressing questions about the happenings in our community. Join the conversation at myheraldreview.com slash N-A-B-U-R.